social conversations. Let's welcome uh, our A-team guest, Tembisa Fagute, who is a senior research fellow and a director at Africa-Asia Dialogues. And uh, we are talking this evening about uh, the State of the Nation address that's uh, said to happen tomorrow <coughs> and uh, the fact that, uh, well, government has said that they will not tolerate any disruptions or interruptions during the State of the Nation. And uh, they will deal with those who are not going to comply. Thank you very much for joining us, uh, Tembi Safagote. Always such a great pleasure. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So, uh, Tembi, every State of the Nation address that we get uh, of recent years, there's always been some sort of disruption, either from the you know uh, other political parties or even outside through protests. Uh, we are expecting something this year because from reports, it is said that the EFF will not allow President Sir Ramaphosa to address the chamber until the Palapala matter is resolved. So we are obviously expecting or anticipating some disruption. What are your thoughts on this? Yes, at least this time around, they forewarn us that they're going to do what they're doing. I mean, NFP, I think, has got about two seats, uh, but these are the people who are hellbound at preventing the president from addressing the the, the people, uh, similarly with EFF. Uh, and for me, it's, it's indicative of the state of affairs that we find ourselves in in South Africa. Number one is that the president has allowed himself to be disrespected to the level that is disrespected at the moment. Um, uh, is not, I mean, yes, the democratic process that you must allow people to protest and, and show some dissatisfactions, but this, you know, open disrespect of a president, disrespect of the rule of law, actually indicates the, un, the, the lawlessness of a society, um, the manner in which these people are conducting themselves inside the, the parliament, lack of decorum, uh, and whilst most of them uh, are supposed to be setting a certain example to the whole of South Africa, but what we see is uh, barbarity uh, at best, uh, the vulgar uh, in most instances. So it's, it, it's a challenge, but also at the same time, you know, it's it kind of, you know, it's like a child. A child would push and push and push the boundaries. And if there's no reaction, uh, eventually systems break, and that's what we find ourselves at the moment in South Africa. Uh, Tell me, so you say that the president has allowed himself to be disrespected this way. What do you think has caused this? Uh, um, because I don't think anyone would intentionally want to be disrespected. Well, I think that's his nature. His nature is that of one due process. His nature is that of uh, not reacting um, in a manner in which others would react. President Mandela, for example, was quite strict, if you remember, on certain issues. Um, but Cyril Mopoza doesn't seem to be a President Mandela or Mbeki, for that matter. So he allows, he has allowed a situation where, you know, he gets insulted, he smiles, and he doesn't respond. Uh, but, you know, this is gacha politics that you see at the moment. And, and it, this type of politics requires a certain type of response. And the response that is currently giving has allowed this situation to to simmer and to become uh, toxic as it's been at the moment, where you have people who are just totally unruly, um, totally uh, unprofessional, and um, you know, at best, very disrespectful of 
of, of the president. And uh, unfortunately, we are where we are now, and it's going to be very difficult to to reverse um, this deterioration that we find ourselves at the moment. This uh, Palapala issue is one that is still lingering. Um, do, you, do, do, do you not think that if it was uh, addressed in, in, in a transparent way, addressed in an adequate way, so the council is also able to, you know, uh, be able to, 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 to comment on it, then maybe we might not be anticipating such for tomorrow's State of the Nation address. Well, not not notwithstanding what I've just said, but he has since followed the process and the due process. He has not broken any law in terms of... He might have not chosen the course of action that we all would have preferred and liked in terms of speed. But he has followed due process and hasn't broken any law. So I think the best we can do is South Africa is to allow the due process to take place. Uh, whether he, um, you know, uses political power to, you know, escape possible impeachment, but it was due process. Um, so we find ourselves in a situation where there's no law broken yet. There are allegations that are supposed to be proven by the court of law. And at the moment, that hasn't happened. And I think we should continue and allow the, allow the president to speak and address the nation to tell us exactly how he intends sorting out the energy crisis that we find ourselves instead of having... Uh, the one percenters dictating to the entire South Africa what we should hear and what we shouldn't hear, simply because of good access to parliament. Mm, I, you know, I, I really do wish that the president would be able to just deliver his State of the Nation address without interruptions and, like you say, stand firm ground as opposed to permitting everyone their, you know, their, their two cents worth of commentary because then it prolongs the State of Nation address. Then we're going to see parties like the NFP and the EFF um, causing disruption, uh, possibly because they've uh, said that they won't allow uh, the president to address the chamber. And, and, and that also causes quite a spectacle. It does. But, you know, not only that, it has translated into other spheres of society. The president's um, laissez-faire attitude and his easiness in terms of addressing certain challenges is translating into other spheres of society. You see the lawlessness everywhere in South Africa, whether it's uh, land grabs, illegal occupation, people stealing cables and daylight, disrespect of police. All of this is because of what people see. Uh, there are no consequences. You can do as you wish. Um, and, and unfortunately, I'm not quite sure whether the... The president realizes this, but I mean, things are trickling down. I mean, South Africa is just lawlessness. If you are in a traffic, you are likely to have someone breaking your window and stealing your property inside your car. There's no law um, because there are no consequences. Uh, yes, we're fighting crime, etc. But we have to wait systems to break before we fix them. And I think we need a much more tougher, fast-acting government at the moment, because uh, if we're not, we are going to be in trouble. I mean, the fact that we even embarked on a campaign of fixing potholes, why did we have to have potholes in the first place? <laughs> you know, there's so much that's going on. Everything is broke, it's breaking down. We have to wait for it to break down, whether it's ESCOM or any other um, infrastructure that we have, it has to break and then be fixed. We, there's no culture of maintenance. There's no culture of pushing back any possible bad habits before they simmer in this country. And I think what we see happening in Parliament, um, whether we like it or not, uh, uh, you know, it's really trickling down into a normal person on the street that people can do as they please because they see 
a president who's not reacting uh, in a manner that is supposed to react and people can come to parliament, scream, shout, and do as they please. Now we have um, politicians who not long ago were eating sushi on top of bodies of naked women who are now <laughs> sitting on top of the food chain and they're Ooh. leading us somehow. What do you expect is going to happen, you know? Uh, you don't have to tell me that people must not be judged by their history, what happened in the past, but it's not a very far distant past. This is like immediate past. And that person <laughs> now sits uh, on top of a food chain is, and is supposed to be leading, leading us. So it's free for all, you know. Uh, and, and unfortunately, you know, chicken will soon come home, come home to roost because of these kind of situations. Tembisa, you know you're making me chuckle, right? Because you have taken me to an era that I had really tried to forget, uh, that sushi era. Um, but yeah, here we are. We are a country where accountability is really not there. This conversation sounds a lot like the one I was having with Solomon Wang before you. Let me go to a voice note. Good evening, Miss Patricia. Oh, your guest hit the nail on the head. Really, the president of South Africa is doing that himself disrespect maybe it's because of these democrats i don't know how they hold democracy accountable you know uh, we can just uh, ask one of neighboring countries you cannot even reveal president's name hey Mbeki, uh, ramaphosa you can't do that you will be prosecuted zimbabwe mozambique you cannot even call their president like that yes this democracy made someone to be disrespected i agree with the guest well you know um if if you remember uh the the late fella kuti uh who who sang a song and said democracy so this democracy from what our ATM is saying has really uh, turned us into a bit of a crazy nation i suspect uh, tembisa what are you anticipating will be said in the State of Nation address tomorrow? Or what are the things that you would like to hear being addressed? Well, you're going to be hearing the same old, same old. It's going to be about economy that is, is growing very slow and what's going to be done to do so. We're going to have, we're going to hear about the attempts that the government is making in terms of addressing the uh, electricity crisis. We're going to hear about the just energy transition, which is the legacy project for the president. You're going to have about the um, gender-based violence, all the things that you want to hear. But uh, again, it's all talk. Um, we're going to be giving the statistics on what the government has done and achieved over the past couple of years. Uh, but, you know, um, the the deterioration of, the, of energy in this country, which last year we had over 200 days of um, lack of electricity out of 364. So this is really, really serious. Um, and one hopes that uh, the president will give us solutions tomorrow, not plans on what is going to be done, because we've had so many plans already. And I think that's why he's tired of addressing the nation. Over the past couple of weeks after he cancelled his trip to, um, to Davos, we all hoped that he was going to come and give us a solution, but we're still waiting for that speech to happen. So I think tomorrow we're going to have something similar. Um, there's going to be a speech about what's going to be done. But uh, I don't think we're going to see uh, or hear anything substantial. Uh, we've already had the uh, chief bearer of bad news, Mr. Durator, 
the outgoing executive, chief executive of ESCOM, telling us that 2023 will be worse and things are likely to come down in 2024. Um, so, yeah, the situation is going to continue um, the way it is uh, in 2023. And I don't think any we're going to hear anything different. We might have some good news for the basic grants uh, tomorrow. Maybe they might be increased. Um, but other than that, I don't think there's going to be anything uh, substantial that uh, that we're going to hear. Hmm. So this too can be uh, very disheartening for South Africans. I mean, hearing that we're going to hear the same old, same old and really uh, nothing new, nothing spectacular, no action plan, um, meaning that the past couple of State of Nation addresses, there's been little to nothing done with the things that we were hearing and still continue to hear. But the one thing that is going to be interesting is if we will have power across the country during this delivery uh, of this address, because the president might end up just speaking to those who are within the chamber and the rest of the country won't hear a word because Yeah, it's likely, by the way. Um, no one is going to be thinking of that. Uh, it's likely that you're going to have some of the places, some of the regions of South Africa not being able to listen to the president. So that's that's likely to happen, unfortunately, because the the planning is so poor that you know we don't expect any miracles. Um, we don't expect any 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 anything um, you know uh, good at the moment in this country. The situation is deteriorating, and my worry is that I mean it's going to take us a very very long time to push back the social political um, degradation that we find ourselves in. We understand that the president takes his time, he's a man of due diligence, but in the meantime, the systems are falling. The situation, the country is literally falling apart. You know, whether it's people digging cables and stealing cables in front of police. I mean, all of these tiny little things that we see happening, you know, children stabbing each other at school, all the things that are happening in this country, it is not laughing matter. You know, it requires leadership. It requires someone who's gonna come and speak and say this is going to happen if you continue doing so. There are consequences. Right now, no consequences. Anyone can do as they please. And this is why we have uh, sushi masters who eat sushi on top of uh, naked women's bodies leading because it, there's a chance for any person and any, any human being to lead in this country. And people can go and occupy prime, prime land next to a, a national key spot on N1, you have squatters who are now squatting across Vodacombe. Uh, they've decided to put their shakes and that's it. You know, no one's going to do anything about it. And this is a, this is a state of affairs that we find ourselves in this country. Now we have to go back to courts, apply for pushing back all of these things that have happened so far. So it's, it, you know, things are just going to deteriorate. And by the time we wake up, um, unfortunately, our kids are going to inherit a state that's going to be almost beyond repair. Tim Bisa, thank you very much for joining us.